Welcome to the Mindful Moments for Families and Schools podcast. This is Kelly Winkler, your host. If you are a parent or a teacher who would like to have a more peaceful, calm, and centered environment, then you are in the right place. In this podcast, we will learn to weave yoga and mindfulness into your daily routines to help both you and your children be able to regulate your emotions, feel connected, and be resilient. I'm excited to share these incredible tools with you, so let's get started. Welcome back to Mindful Moments for Families and Schools. This is your host, Kelly. I'm thrilled today to have on Taryn Laganegro. She is a mom of four and the co-owner of Iris Mind and Body Yoga Studio in Northern New Jersey. Taryn is a certified yoga instructor and holds advanced certifications in several different types of yoga. While the physical aspect of yoga is a powerful exercise in and of itself, Taryn's passion for yoga is rooted in its ability to relieve stress and find balance in a busy life. Taryn has also become an advocate in the Down syndrome community after welcoming her daughter Rhea in March of 2020. Taryn loves leaning on the tools she has learned through yoga as she navigates being a special needs mama and raising her four daughters and loves to help other moms find the same. I'm excited for you all to hear this wonderful conversation. So let's dive in. Welcome, Taryn. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you. It's fun for me when I get to have on people that I know personally, and especially to have you on because you're somebody I really admire as both a yoga teacher and as a mom. So thank you for taking the time to join us today. Thank you. Let's get started by you telling us about your journey as a parent. Yeah, so um, my journey as a parent started in 2001 when I had my first daughter, Sophia. Um, And then two years later, welcomed Layla. Um, The trend of having girls continued in 2017 when we had uh, Genevieve. Um, And then our family was completed in March of 2020 when we... um, when we had Raya. Um, and Raya, um, as you know, was a bit of a surprise in that she was prenatally diagnosed with, um, with Down syndrome. So definitely changed uh, a little bit about our family all so far in the positive way. And we anticipate it'll continue in the positive way, but it's, uh, it's changed our perspective. And um, she's just, especially joining us like right as COVID started kind of been a sunshine for us this whole year. (laughs) So, uh, you know, something, something fun to focus on. So I love it. I can't believe she's going to be a year already. It's crazy. I can't believe it. Wow. (laughs) That's nuts. Well, four girls, uh, busy house. How did you find yourself in, in your way into the yoga and wellness space? Yeah. So yoga was something that I always liked doing. It always felt good. It was relaxing. Um, So, you know, from years ago, having gym memberships that included, you know, some yoga classes um, or even like, you know, dipping my toes into going to yoga studios uh, here and there was always something I enjoyed. But um, after I had uh, Layla, my second daughter, um, I just, it was, it was a hard time switching from one to two kids was a lot. Uh, I was working or I, you know, work full time. So 
you know, I would feel like I would go to school drop off um, at daycare and just get back in the car and be trying to just catch my breath from like the chaos of the morning. Um, and it just felt like I was just going through the motions. Um, so there was actually a gym that opened up or a studio that opened up very close to my house. And my husband said, why don't you just give it a try, you know, get out of the house one, one night, and, you know, I'll do bedtime, all that. Um, so I started just taking one yoga class a week. And what I realized is that it just was the only place that the mind, that little switch flipped off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't thinking of all the thousand things that, um, you know, that I have, that I have to do and I have to think of and all that mental load that moms uh, carry. So, um, you know, it, it just became something that I craved finding that, you know, finding that piece. So I, you know, tried to go a little bit more and make a little bit more time for it. And um, I always had had some mom guilt taking that time away. But what I realized is I was just such a better mom and such a, you know, so much better for them when I did that for myself. Um, And I, you know, it's what pulled me into being a teacher, because I, I just felt like I wanted to enhance these tools for myself, but also just to share that with other people and, and other moms specifically. I always say moms are my favorite clients um, mm-hmm. because I just resonate so much with what, you know, a mom needs. And even, even with all that, the journey that I've been on, I still have to remind myself and I still have to make sure I'm carving out that time. So yeah, that's where I found myself here. <laughs> All right. I love it. And so you, you now own a, a yoga and, and a wellness business. I know yes. that's had to adapt a bit with COVID. Um, do you want to yes. just tell us about that before we move on to our next question? Yeah. So we, um, you know, we were, we've been building the studio for two years. We felt like we really hit a nice groove in 2019 and we were really preparing for 2020 to be, our year, you know, we, we felt like we had put all that groundwork together and um, we're really ready to flourish. And then, you know, COVID (laughs) happened. Um, So, um, you know, we actually closed the physical space um, in, well, we made the decision in early September and we moved everything out by the end of September because we just felt like we needed to make the smart decision for our business rather than try to keep stretching it out and we we saw the writing on the wall that this was going to be a long-term thing and and I don't and I still don't really know when it'll be that you'll have full yoga classes and um you know all these without all these restrictions um you know and we just we just felt like for us to keep trying to stay open even as even as um you know capacity limits came up and all that we just felt like it wasn't going to be what you know, the environment that we wanted to create, we don't want, we didn't want people to feel stressed out coming in doing yoga with, you know, all the different things we would have to put in place to make it safe. So we kind of said, let's hit pause, we've continued virtually. Um, You know, we've, we have some programs that we're looking to grow over the next year, um, that will allow that flexibility. And, you know, we're hoping to find a space at some point soon that, um, you know, will work again. So yeah, I know. We have to be adaptable. And uh, you guys have done a great job of that and still still holding the space for your your clients, even though you can't have that physical space. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's great that you guys were, will, you know, willing and able to 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 take it online and still be there for your clients. So I'm sure yeah. they all really appreciate it. 
And I, so you mentioned already a little bit about Rhea and I know you face special challenges with her and I just wanted you to share with us how you feel, what role you think yoga and mindfulness has played in helping to support you through all of those challenges. It's, you know, I, I feel like it's made the world of difference. Um, I always said if, if the journey that we've got on with Raya happened um, as our first or second child, it would have just been a completely different experience. Um, and so much of that is the work that I've done on myself as a mom and, you know, practicing mindfulness and or having all of these yoga tools um, to be able to handle stress a little bit better. I mean, look, there's, there's been time, there were times over the last year where the stress was super high. Mm. Um, and I, you know, so I'm not trying to say that every, every day was perfect or that I handled everything perfectly, but having these tools to fall back on was just a game changer for me. Um, the pregnancy itself was very stressful because I had so many extra appointments. Um, and you know, just, uh, just the, the, the way that they treated the pregnancy was very, um, high risk, uh, which is fair. It's understandable. And, um, but it puts a lot of pressure on, you know, on someone who's pregnant mm -hmm. and, um, you know, so being able to keep up my yoga practice, I mean, I basically kept a regular practice with prenatal modifications. Um, so being able to keep my body, um, you know, somewhat in shape, uh, and, and having the tools like meditation and breathing to calm me down during those stressful times. Um, Raya also had open heart surgery in June, um, to repair a hole in her heart. And same thing. I, I don't think I would have gotten through that years ago if I didn't have, um, the ways to calm myself down that I do now. Um, it was obviously one of the most stressful things that I've ever gone through as a parent. Um, but, and, you know, with COVID I was alone <laughs> for it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, having, having these tools to fall back on, I, I just can't imagine what, what it would have been like without that. Yeah. I mean, isn't it amazing? Sometimes I feel like you can look back on your journey and be like, you know what, everything has just happened in a way to prepare me for what yes. was coming. And it's, Absolutely. you know, always in hindsight, right. You can look back and say, wow, like I, I, I was getting ready for this, you know, for, exactly. for some reason you, you know, and it's beautiful that you told that story in the beginning that your husband really encouraged you like, go take a night for yourself, try yeah. some yoga. And, you know, that was really like the first step into, to this journey. And it's really, you know, beautiful that it, you had that opportunity and then it was there to support you for these challenges that you could have never imagined that you were going to face. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's really inspiring and watching you on your journey has been so inspiring because Thank the you. challenges are just immense. And I just yeah. see you, see you just like, you know, take it with, uh, you, I'm like I, you said, I'm sure nothing is perfect. Right. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I'm sure you have your moments, but yeah. just watching, um, you know, the, the joy that you still feel and express all the time is just so beautiful because sometimes I think we can get so caught up in the yeah. stress and all the worries that we have. I mean, for, for our, our 
average developing kids, you know, those, yes. those worries come and on top of it, all those, all of the, the special worries that you have, mm-hmm. but you're still able to find the joy, which is, I think a true testament to how you stay grounded in the moment and, you know, count on that yeah. practice of mindfulness. So that's really yeah. beautiful. Thank you. What tips would you have for parents who may just be starting on this journey? Maybe they're in the pregnancy and getting some news or they, they have babies that are just starting to realize that they have challenges. What would be some tips you might have for them? Um, First and foremost is just take it one day at a time. Um, You know, we focus so much as parents on milestones and all of these things. And I, I did too. I, I, you know, with all of my other kids, every month that they, um, you know, turned another month as, as an infant, I would post a picture of them and talk about all the things that they're doing and not realizing like I'm putting so much, you're putting so much effort on, on achievement mm-hmm. um, so early on. So it would, that would be my first thing is to just take it one day at a time. You know, even having three typical children, they all did things at different times. Um, so kind of letting your child guide you a little bit. I mean, obviously you have to be mindful of, um, of milestones to, to be, you know, aware if there's an issue that you need to look into. So it's not like you can just (laughs) do nothing. (laughs) Um, but I think not, um, just understanding that everybody's journey is, is going to look a little bit different and that's okay. Um, and then the, you know, the other tip, um, speaking, you know, to a mom specifically would be, to not let yourself drown in all of those things. It, it meaning like you're, you know, with special needs parenting, you, you have so many more therapies and appointments and all of that. And it's so much harder to fit in that self-care, but it's even more critical because you have so much more stress um, than possibly an, an average mom. Um, so, so making sure that you find, if, even if it's five minutes to, you know, put on a YouTube meditation and just take a moment to yourself, any little bit of break that you can give yourself and also knowing when to step away there, you know, there's been a handful of times over the last few months that I've canceled the therapy on a specific day because it just, I wasn't feeling her or, and I, that neither of us would be happy. So taking a step back and saying, we're not going to do it today. We're just going to play. Mm. and and you know what it's fine (laughs) it's not it's fine to take a week off or to take a day off um and just play and enjoy and um you know not not force everything and not overwhelm yourself yeah those are great tips I I love both of them The, the first tip about you know you're right like every kid is different I have four kids and I remember with my first two like you know, that's what like we would get together as moms and who, who's walking right. and who's mm-hmm. sleeping through the night and who's doing what, who's doing yes. what. And it was such pressure. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, as I got further down the, the line and, um, you know, my kids are all so different. All four of them are so different and they have, some of them have certain challenges and others have other challenges and, it's really important to just like, let them be and let them go at their own pace and, and really be mindful of that and be mindful of like, you know what, maybe, maybe this one has a challenge with this, but their strength is, is this. And, and I think sometimes when we get so caught up in those milestones and those, you know, achievements, 
we forget to look at, you know, look at the whole child and, and, and that's really important. And, and the, the self-care tips, I say it all the time, like just baby steps, you know, just a few breaths. Mm -hmm. If you're just (laughs) taking a, taking three deep breaths while you, you know, when you get in the car or when you're having, you know, before you get in the shower yeah <laughs> you know i mean i just even stand there. i even will spend five extra minutes in the shower just like under hot water yep. <laughs> just you know yep totally it's like the one Wherever time where no can... one can interrupt you really i mean they <laughs> yes. can if they want but <laughs> yes <laughs> they have but... sometimes they do <laughs> but um <laughs> sometimes it's just that and you know whatever little bit i always say consistency is better than they um absolutely than the length of time or anything like you know so yeah yeah one hour a week you know is great if you can right. but but those five to ten minutes every single day adds up to way more absolutely. than so yeah that's a that's a great tip so do you practice yoga and mindfulness with your kids at home and if so what does that look like yeah so I um they love yoga they love um they always love going to yoga when we had the, the physical studio um they both in both of the older ones enjoyed it. And I feel like Genevieve would have been finally at that age, but you know, we'll Mm -hmm. see how, we'll see how it goes. Um, But they, you know, they enjoy different parts of it. So I've kind of learned what each of them likes about some yoga and and mindfulness tools. Um, Like Layla Mm -hmm. loves, Layla will do virtual yoga um, and she'll, you know, do it on the computer and totally enjoy it. Sophia doesn't really like that. Um, mm-hmm. So stuff that I um, do with Sophia, you know, she was getting a little stressed um, leading up to Christmas. We were virtual since Thanksgiving, since before Thanksgiving um, with school. And it was just getting to her and it was, you know, look, getting to all of us. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> um, so we sat down and, you know, spent time journaling every day for like 10 to 15 minutes. And she enjoyed that so much. And it really changed so much just taking that time putting on a little bit of music writing down some things doing a little bit of drawing um and you know that's more what she likes um whereas Layla Mm -hmm. seems to enjoy like the movement side of it and the breathing side of it um but Sophia likes more of those like mindful practices um and Genevieve I'm still learning with her but you know she likes the movement but you know she's three so (laughs) yeah it's not a changes day to day yeah (laughs) exactly if she wants to do it she'll do it if not she doesn't so um yeah yeah Yeah, same with my kids I like I have four kids that that range in age from 16 down to six and I I it looks different with all of them you know and sometimes they don't even know that you know (laughs) this is this is part of the yoga practice um you know my 11 year old he he loves the challenge poses Mm -hmm. you know he loves to be able to get into crow and side crow and he loves that that physical challenge um and i do a lot of breath work with him because he he struggles with anxiety but um and my six-year-old she likes the movement too she loves the doing she'll take classes with me and you know when i'm teaching and stuff but she really likes the mindfulness practices actually too and like sort of like diving into like the feelings and you know the the mindset stuff is like you know she'll she'll bring up stuff that I'm like wow like you're you're only six and I know it's amazing it's amazing yeah yeah she's really really in tune to everybody's emotions and sort of like can read the read the feelings of the room and stuff and it's it's neat to watch how how she's she's so mindful about that already exactly yes 
So if parents are listening and they want to, they're just starting to dive into yoga and mindfulness, both for themselves and, and their children, what, what advice would you give them to just get started? What did you think was a good way to dip their toes in? Um, I feel like music is always a good place to start. So bringing some, you know, relaxing music into just everyday activities, even if it's coloring or, you know, something simple. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of different, the, the beauty is that there's so much virtual yoga right now. So, you know, any, you can probably find a lot of local studios who are doing virtual. Obviously we have um, at Iris um, some virtual classes. They're all 30 minutes. So it's like just that right sweet spot of time where it's not too long mm-hmm. for kids, um, uh, but it's a nice little break. So, um, you know, definitely the, you know, there's, there's a ton of stuff on YouTube and there's a ton of stuff on Netflix, which is all great. And that's all, you know, definitely an easy way to jump in, but that interactive um, part of having a virtual class or hopefully ultimately in-person classes, um, it's just that feedback and that interaction that, you know, you see the other kids and what they're doing and you, the teacher is able to, um, you know, guide you and step in and give tips and, and all that. So I always, you know, I always would, prefer that over just, Mm -hmm. you know, going straight to YouTube, but there is a ton of content out there um, that's free. So if that's, um, if that's what you need, then definitely grab that. Um, And then a a huge favorite of mine is, is always journaling, Um, you know, and I think there's ways to make journaling um, age appropriate. Um, You know, Sophia and I were, were sitting down and we were writing goals and I was teaching her about, you know, goal setting. Whereas like Layla, it's more coloring or, you know, different types of activities like that. Um, But there's, you know, I think there's ways to make journaling. Journaling is nice because I feel like it brings up a lot of conversation. Um, Yes. (laughs) You know, and if you give them a prompt on like, what, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up or something like draw a picture of that or, you know, or write down a goal for school this year. It's, it's where like a lot of, um, you know, those little conversation starters come yes. and I, I learn a lot when I journal with them <laughs> so yeah um, so true <laughs> so it's like a sneaky little way to get them talking about mm-hmm. certain things <laughs> yes <laughs> um so journaling like is always like I said a favorite or coloring books like you know some Sophia's now likes the adult coloring books like the more yes. de- detailed ones um which mm-hmm. I like them too they're super relaxing so so relaxing yeah, <laughs> yeah. so there's so much you know and, the, and even just breathing um you know the girls and I if there's times where they're more stressed than others like we'll do a little bit of breathing before before bedtime um we've you know brought some like lavender oil into it and you know made it relaxing and they like that stuff Mm. so there's so much there's so many ideas and so many things you can learn and bring it into everyday life without it being like you know, everybody in the family is sitting down and meditating. <laughs> right, right. It doesn't have to be so structured exactly. like that, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I agree about the, you know, like you said, there's so much free content out there, which is great. There's teachers on YouTube and doing Facebook lives and stuff, but there is something to say about, of even if it's a virtual live class about the connection, because yeah. I think especially this year, you know, we've been so disconnected from everybody and in physical sense and so many ways. And most kids, you know, are not going to school and not getting to see their friends all the time. So that nice 
live virtual class is, is nice to, to get that connection. I know I always try to, you know, the kids are on mute a lot of the times, but I try to let them unmute and talk with each other and talk mm-hmm. with me because I just think that's a really important piece Absolutely. of, of a yoga class is, is connecting, you know, when we used to have the physical studio, it's like you, you feel that connection, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so you can make that happen even in a virtual class. So I think that's, that's a really good point. Yeah. And um, yeah. And the journaling, I, I love it. Even for, for the little ones, you know, like you said, coloring and sometimes I'll just say like, Oh, like what color makes you feel smiley and happy, yeah. you know, yeah. and just let them just color that color all over their paper yeah I love you that. know and then they talk about like why does it make you happy you know and it just you're right it just brings the it opens up a conversation yeah. I feel like sometimes we are so focused on what we have to get done and what we're doing and getting to the next thing yeah we forget to like just just talk to our kids yeah <laughs> right? I, you know at dinner at dinner a lot of times when it's when we all are able to sit down at the same time um we'll do like what was the high of your day and what was the low of your day? Yes. And it's one of my favorite things to do because, you know, you learn a lot from the low, but you Mm -hmm. also get to celebrate from the high and it might be something that they forgot about. It might be like, Oh, well, my teacher said I did a really good job and it wasn't something that they offered otherwise. So it's, it's one of my favorite. Um, They they love it too. You know, whenever they see all six of us together, they're like, can we do the high and the low? (laughs) so my kids uh used to do it uh we learned from their their youth group years ago um the youth group leader used to call it a pow and a wow and so we that's what we call it um yeah so that's cute we we do that too and and I love that and sometimes you know when my not so much now with 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 my older kids but the, the when they were littler sometimes, you know, it's stressful getting everybody to the dinner table yeah. and getting, mm-hmm. getting dinner on the table. And I would just, you'd feel this energy in the room that was yeah. just like, you know, heavy and stressful. And, um, I just used to love to, my kids love to rhyme and we would just do silly rhymes. And before you know it, like everybody would be laughing yeah. and laughter is just like the best medicine. Absolutely. And it just would change the whole environment of, of the, of the dinner, you know? And so just taking that minute to like, be mindful of like, Oh, the, the energy in here feels like off right now and yeah. to notice it and then sort of start a conversation like the highs and the lows, or just do something fun to, to make everybody smile. Yeah. is nice. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else that you want to share with our listeners? Any things that you're working on or projects? Well, we're still, you know, we still have, um, the studio so definitely um i would love if everyone came over to check out iris mind and body yes. um you can find us on mind body online or on our website which is irisstudiosnj.com um, i'll link that in the show notes so perfect. everybody can click click perfect. over um and i my instagram is at mindfully taryn um and i'm always I have a, always a bunch of different things going on um in the down syndrome space so, um, you know, sharing different fundraisers or different um, charities and also just education type of stuff. But, um, you know, it's, it's a mix of my life, Down syndrome mm-hmm. and, uh, and yoga. So um, you can always find what I have going on there. Well. I love it. That's great. Everybody can yeah. connect with you there and see what you have going on. I just, that just reminded me, are you still working on the pen pal project? Yes. Yeah. So we have, um, it's called lucky pals and it's, so 
it started because um, really when I put, put it out there that we were having a child with Down syndrome, this community kind of unleashed on me <laughs> as far as <laughs> um, other parents ready to, you know, welcome us into the lucky few, as, as it's called, um, because there's, you know, not not everybody winds up with a child with Down syndrome, obviously. So it's uh, the community winds up being called the lucky few. Um, mm. And, you know, what I just loved, I loved that connection that, um, that, that I found from, you know, connecting with other people on a similar journey. Uh, there's just always something to be said for that. And, mm. um, you know, I just thought about the kids and how having a sibling with special needs can sometimes feel a little bit isolating. And um, so even to create that community for them, and I wanted to, to, to not do it in a technology way, because I just felt right. like the kids have so much of that right now. And they're, you know, on kids messenger with their friends and doing zooms and all that. So um, I kind of wanted to bring it back old school and make it a pen pal program. So we've connected, I think, like, 12 or 13 pairs of kids right now. Um, but it's lucky. It's uh, I think it's just at lucky pals. I think it's lucky underscore pals. I'm drawing a blank right now. But let me see if I can find it. You could probably you, find it on yeah, my, you, uh, yeah, you lucky really underscore pals. Oh, perfect. Um, so people, and it's, you know, even if it's not, uh, you know, Down syndrome and you have a sibling with special needs and you want to register your child, we're happy to match. Um, you know, once we get somebody in, a, in the same age group, we'll, we match them up. And um, yeah, it's fun seeing them like send letters back and forth. Yeah, and <laughs> really great idea. <laughs> yeah. We don't, the, the kids don't get mail really. I mean, we don't really no, even get mail very, uh, often, you know, fun mail anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's really a neat, a neat project. And I love that yeah. support system for Thank for you. the siblings. That's, that's really uh, a, an important piece. So yeah. that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for, for joining you. me today. It was really great talking with you. And I, like I said, I, I admire you um, so much. And so thank you for sharing so much with our listeners and we will definitely keep in touch. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I love everything that you're you know doing and spreading this message for families because it really gives a lot of good ideas and um, it's fun. So I appreciate you having me on. Uh, thank you. Yeah. I loved that conversation with Taryn. So much inspiration. Here are some takeaways. One, we can be better parents when we take time for ourselves. Two, yoga can be a game changer in managing stress. Three, take it one day at a time. Four, let your child guide you. They all have their own journey. Five, self-care is even more critical when you face challenges. Six, know when to take a moment to just play. Seven, consistency is better than a long practice once in a while. Eight, journaling with your children can lead to great conversations. And nine, Connect with others who are on a similar journey. Community is key. I hope you all enjoyed that episode and all the wonderful things that Taryn had to share with us. And enjoy the rest of your day. And remember, take a deep breath. Thank 
Thank you for joining me on my mission to spread peace and joy by introducing children and families to the power of yoga and mindfulness. I could not achieve this goal without all of you listening and trying these tips with the kids in your life. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please subscribe and leave me a review. If you would also suggest this podcast to parents and teachers, I would be so grateful. If you would like to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram at Mindful Moments for Families and on Facebook at Kidding Around Yoga with Kelly. For more information on my offered programs, such as yoga classes for children and adults, workshops and professional development, and corporate chair yoga, visit my website at kiddingaroundyoga.com backslash Kelly. I'll see you all here on our next episode. But in the meantime, remember, take a deep breath.